Wherever you are in your adoption journey, we are a community centered around love, trust, and respect for the experience and opportunities that have made us families. We promise to share, encourage, support, and celebrate the day-to-day of adoptive mamahood together. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And together, we are Two Adoptive Mamas. Welcome to Two Adoptive Mamas. We are excited to bring this mini bonus episode to you. Uh, We are hoping that our bonus episodes will give a little snippet of life, uh, what Sarah and I are experiencing, uh, some resources that we're currently finding helpful, um, or even just, I don't know, thought-provoking conversation. So that's what we hope to do tonight. Hey guys, it's good to be back here with you. <laughs> so we're always going to start our bonus episodes with something that made our mama heart smile. Um, so for me, uh, my son currently is walking around with his little mini bathrobe and his slippers all the time, but specifically on Saturday uh, mornings when we're eating those pancakes that my husband makes every time. I'm picturing this. That's yeah. Cute. Um, so my husband, we always joke around that he's already an old man and then now my son is walking around with a bathrobe and slippers and I just don't know what's going on. Um, so I'm trying to keep the youth, I guess, in some strong nurture there, right? Family. Yeah. (laughs) And then for my daughter, um, it was so funny. We were watching church virtually because of COVID. Um, and he, the pastor, he was up on the screen and he was, you know, praying or doing something very eloquently. And my daughter just pops up and looks at me and goes, why is he talking so much mama? (laughs) And I was like, Oh no. Um, but at the same time, and I guess to, on the other side of the coin, uh, she's been asking us a lot of questions about baptism recently. Mm. So that's pretty cool. That's so cool. What about you, Sarah? Yeah. So our daughter, well, obviously, I mean, our circles have been really small, um, in light of the pandemic, our social circle, I should say. And so, but we have been able to get together with your family. Um, and that's been a real gift. And, Um, there is a stuffed animal monkey at Liz's house that my daughter has taken quite a liking to. And we have this whole like shared thing going on. So, um, Mr. Monkey, as he's become known, uh, comes to have a sleepover at our house a couple (laughs) nights a week. And then, um, we're teaching her that, you know, we have to return something that we've borrowed. And so she takes him back to Liz's house and returns him to his house and, uh, we even got to the point last night, I don't think I told you this, that we will uh, be praying at night for those we love. And I say, you know, anyone else that you want to pray for? And she prays for Mr. Monkey. So oh we'll just leave it at that. But <laughs> she really likes this monkey. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of a, a funny moment from <laughs> our days recently. It's We don't know much to get excited about these days, huh? Hey, um, Mr. Monkey and bathrooms. Hey, it's big you. in the world of a two-year-old. So, you know. So as Liz said, with these bonus episodes, our goal is to have a really specific theme. And, um, you know, we've brought you along for a lot of bigger discussions that some mamas have been um, so willing to share their heart and their stories. But um, there's also a lot going on behind the scenes for two adoptive mamas and just 
real life stuff. And so we want to highlight some of the highs and lows of that topic, just the everyday that um, we're all facing and just point to some good, helpful resources and thoughts. So this time we are going to talk about moving. Like from um, house to house. Like from house to house. That's <laughs> right. And so maybe you've done that. Maybe you're getting ready to do that. Um, but Liz is going to tell us a little bit about what is coming for their families. Yeah. Um, our family is in the process of moving right now. And so this is really fresh on our minds, uh, my mind in particular. And so, um, so a band that my husband and I, use, you know, kind of discovered when we lived in Nashville and still follow is the head and the heart. And there's a line in one of their songs that says, uh, mama once told me you're already home where you feel loved. And uh, that line has always stuck with us. It's kind of been like one of our road trip songs. Um, and when we used to live in Nashville, our, our my parents lived, and, and my husband's parents both lived pretty far away from Nashville. Um, so we would do that long drive. And I just remember every time that I left my parents' place, whether that was for Christmas or even before um, my husband and I were together and in college, just... You know, driving away from my parents' house, um, I would always just cry because I like missed the people. I missed my family and and my friends, and um, I just remember thinking that even though like I was in Nashville um, and my parents were somewhere else or my friends were somewhere else, no matter where I was, home, uh, the concept of home was where you feel loved. Um, so that line just really rang true for me. Mm. Um, and so I'm thinking a lot about that in the logistical mess, um, that is moving right now <laughs> and how to create home and, um, just really feel like, you know, your home where you feel loved. Absolutely. It's a good reminder for all of us. So I have the opportunity to interview Liz for this episode and yeah, we're just going to keep it real here because if you heard in the audio, my phone just went off. So um, <laughs> cool. we, we try to remember all the things when we sit down after bedtime to record as mamas. So I did get a text and now my phone is on silent. So we'll just keep going. We're rolling <laughs> with it tonight. Okay. So a concept we've talked about a lot at Two Adoptive Mamas is hard is hard. Um, so Liz, what is hard for your family right now? Uh, a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I think moving is hard for any person, any family, like anyone. Um, I I do know that we have moved a lot, and so just for a little bit of context, my husband and I have been together for almost ten years, uh, married for almost ten years, um, and we have moved seven, six, seven. We've moved seven times in wow. six years. It's a lot. Um, it was a lot. And it always happened in May, and our anniversary <laughs> is in May. And so I just have, I think that the first time we went to a fancy restaurant was like two years ago <laughs> for our anniversary. It always was, always, that I was sitting on a box and I was really sweaty and I was like, had to scrub the dirt off my hands to pick up the plastic fork and eat my mm. takeout while I was sitting on the box. So, really romantic, I know. But um, so we just kind of got into that rhythm. Like, we just moved all the time. And then when my daughter came home, we, um, moved again uh, to uh, be closer to family and as a result of that we tried you know we bought our first house and we tried to stay stationary for a little bit so we've been stationary for the longest in our marriage but by most people's count not very long (laughs) um so so our heart is hard kind of looks different for 
the different members of our family. So um, our daughter has moved with us, and so I think she understands a little bit more about what's happening um, and that Dan and I are always going to be with her. Um, But my daughter's needs and neurological differences uh, make any change challenging. And so we are um, just on a roller coaster of emotions, behaviors, sleep, um, or lack thereof, uh, eating, like all sorts of things. Uh, For my son, he just recently came home. And so, um, you know, this is the first home, like physical building house home that he's known and also first family that he's known. And so I think... Um, this move has been different for me as a mama, mm-hmm. um, where I'm super used to it, but my son has no idea mm-hmm. but, um, what it looks like on the other side. And it's a really abstract concept for any kiddo. So, you know, absolutely, that it's tough to explain, but add on top of that, the little life that he's already lived before he came home and some of the confusion and things that he might be experiencing. So um, I know that that's, that's tough. Um, and then one of the reasons that we're moving is to get a little bit more space. When our son came home, we quickly outgrew our current uh, house. And so I just hate boxes. <laughs> um, so like, it's just really frustrating that I have to trip yeah. over things. Um, yeah. And I, think I had it in my notes for somewhere else but you know being show ready is not being life ready so it's for anyone no matter what phase of life why can't I put my toaster on the counter right we We all over the toaster everyone knows it come on exactly (laughs) well that's great thanks for sharing that and yeah I mean it's definitely it's traumatizing on a different level for everyone involved so it's a good reminder so talk to us a little bit then about what steps you've taken to help your kiddos process Well, my first disclaimer is that we're not perfect um, and we don't have all the answers, but I can try to at least touch on some things that we're doing. So um, the first time that one of our kids had a meltdown, this particular move, um, Dan and I didn't recognize it for what it was. And we should, we're like, (laughs) we should have known. Um, We had been talking about this, like we had been thinking about it. That particular day, we were really stressed out. Our tempers were just ready to snap. And so I, you know, we could have done a lot of things better. Um, so like that was also, you know, the Lord used that as like a wake up call to us as parents to make sure that we can slow down and, um, be prayerfully like attentive to what's going on in our home. So we're trying to do, uh, a couple things. So what I would say is we're trying to keep the rituals. And I mentioned that the last bonus episode that we did for routine versus ritual. So, um, one thing that we still say all the time is, you know, I still come in and shout, I love everyone in this house. And my daughter, um, or my son will sing it back to me. Um, but just phrasing it that way means that we're talking about the people Mm -hmm. and not the place, not the physical structure. Um, we also try really hard to talk a lot about our feelings and Dan and I will try to model that, um, I'm married to a counselor. So, um, we talk about it's our kind of built in, right? as, as much as we can. Um, but, and I, I also think I mentioned this in a blog post, but just the Disney Pixar movie inside out is like one of the best analogies that I can think of for explaining to a tiny tot who has a very like concrete way of thinking about things. Uh, that it is okay to have two seemingly contradictory feelings inside your body um, or in your brain or in your heart, however you want to look at that. Um, 
and you can have those at the same time and that's okay so mommy and daddy can be nervous and excited about moving but we're always going to stick together um, we're always going to love each other so we always make sure to like kind of add those um on top that's of good it. for adults too I mean I honestly like sometimes <laughs> I think I forget that I can be happy and anxious and excited and all the things about sure. something we might be going through so yeah. it's good validation um, so we also try and have our kiddos actually help us with moving. And so, um, to make sure that they know where their things are going, that they can put them inside the box. Um, or here's a tip from Michelle who we had on, uh, an episode prior, um, where, you know, when you move to have the kiddos, like put a post-it note on the things that they want to see in the new house and then like keep that post-it note there so that they can recognize that same item came it's not a new one or a replacement it, it really did come with you mm, I um, love that another Michelle tip um, you know once the house is completely empty to have the kiddo go back with you and like check all of the cabinets so we haven't reached that point yet but we will be doing that to allow both of our kids to see we didn't forget anything everything and everyone that's important to us is coming with us because home is where you feel loved and we're taking all of that with us we're taking that love with us um so we also like we're using my parents basement right now to store a couple things and we did literally take both of our kids down and be like see mommy and daddy took our boxes right here and we're gonna get them from right here when we come to our new place um I think it's really important to keep it developmentally appropriate um you know, so not thinking necessarily about the chronological age of your child, but the developmental age of your child. And we read that in books a lot when it comes to trauma or what you think about with developmental milestones. But um, trying to explain something abstract that is hard emotionally for adults to handle is like even more challenging to describe to a kiddo. Definitely. Um, and then you just need to add that layer of developmentally appropriate. Um, so, you know, for example, reading what's going on in our family, we have one kiddo who um, needs to be an active member of like every part of the moving process and understand every piece of it. And I have another kiddo who gets really dysregulated at the sight of boxes. So Dan and I are in this like impossible balance of including them and doing as much as we can at 9 p.m. when they're sleeping. And, you know, that's just on us to prayerfully consider what's, you know, we have to discern what's wise to be able to like help meet the needs for both kiddos mm -hmm. um, and with where they are. So, and the last thing I'll say is like, just don't pack all the time. <laughs> you have to have some moments yeah. that are just downtime. Absolutely. So what have you done? You know, we talked about your kids' emotions and how you've tried to preserve, um, you know, that time where you're not just packing or you're involving them um, at a developmentally appropriate in a developmentally appropriate way, but how are you protecting your own emotions and your own personhood while being a good mama? Yeah, I wish I was better at this. Um, I move really quickly. I've been reminded of that recently that I just keep moving all the time. And so um, one of the things that I need to remind myself is to slow down and I have to put people and things in my life to do that. So um, praying is really important and you should always pray all the time, pray without ceasing ceasing like the, from first Thessalonians so um, one place that I pray is when I swim and so I try really hard to go swim 
a couple days a week. Um, I try to have good friend time, uh, like this podcast is great, but also like having time to just be myself with my friends, um, and my close circle. Um, I have, uh, I have here in my notes, fight for the date night fight for the date night. Yes. Even, date if, your it's, spouse. even if it is only an hour. Yeah. Um, and then in the moments that it's not date night and you're just living life, just making sure that you're on the same page with expectations and communication and apologizing when you need to, um, whether that's to your kids or to your spouse, actually. And so I think that's really freeing. Uh, and then my weakness is chocolate covered pretzels. Mm. That sweet and salty combo. I just need them. <laughs> I mean, these are great tips for when you're moving, but these are great tips just let's, for life in general. Yeah, so I'm like thinking about this list. I'm like, oh, yep, yep. Check that <laughs> box. Yep. Probably should fight any, for date night a little bit more. Yep, yep. Any moment, not just the moving yeah, moment. Yeah, but good to, I mean, when you already have that added stress of relocating, good to make sure that these are kept in check too. So mm. I like that. Okay, so for those who are listening, what are some favorite resources to help your kids? They're actually from you. Ah. <laughs> um, but the, so two books that you can read to your kiddos, um, Boomer's Big Day and The Quilt Story. And we'll make sure that those are on our resource page. Yeah, we will. We will highlight those. They're a favorite read. Boomer's Big Day. Our daughter loves that. And when you told us that you were moving, I thought, oh, they could read this book. This is great. So and we have many times. Now you have. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, wonderful. So Liz, any closing thoughts for tonight? Well, I think, um, you know, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but I just keep coming back to that line. Mama once told me you're already home where you feel loved and our kiddos are still learning deep down, uh, that they are always loved unconditionally, no matter what, you know, it's on, it's on us to remind ourselves, um, you know, they came into our current home, uh, because of brokenness. So that concept of home is still forming for them. And your job as a mama, my job as a mama is to focus on the relationship and the connection and the attachment. The physical house doesn't matter. I mean, it does in a way, but it's the, you know, it's, it's not, it's not what home is <laughs> and you right. and you and I know that, but to a concrete thinking four-year-old, for mm-hmm. example, we just have to remember that um, they're learning to sort out all these differences with the old and the new emotions. And so I guess my last parting piece of advice, walk with them, show them how you're coping and what you're doing. Show them you and love them and love them unconditionally and yourself in this tough season. Absolutely. It's a great example to help them walk through the move, but then also how to to process through other things that might come up in life. So. True. It's a great example. Well, we are so thankful for the community we have here with you at Two Adoptive Mamas. It's always fun to bring you a little bit of bonus content. Honestly, um, we we miss uh, being able to release something that you can listen to um, on weeks that, that we don't have a new episode. And so we're going to try to do this more often because we love being able to connect with all of you. Um, you're always a bright spot and it's an honor that you've chosen to listen and a privilege that you've invited us into your space. So we look forward to sharing more. Um, and just remember, you've got this mama.